The warmest of greetings to you, and welcome to Happily Ever Teaching, where we help you enthrall your learners in every subject under the sun using the best teaching method known to science, storytelling. To do this, we feature special guest educators who are passionately keen for your children to become amazing and successful human beings. I'm storyteller Chip Cahoon, and with me today is... Hi, I'm Bex and I'm a primary school teacher who's taught across the age ranges and also work in further education as well, so training the next generation of teachers too. And I'm Chris Hudson, I'm a retired teacher, author and teacher trainer and I'm very excited to be here today. And we're very pleased to have you, our listener, with us as we explore personal social health and emotional education with a story based on characters from the Bible. So for all the fun and effectiveness of story-led learning, let's don our finest hats, sprinkle some fairy dust, and hang tight to our magic carpet as we dive into this week's story. Barabbas loves a good joke, especially at other people's expense. Whether it's causing the grocer to fall in a trap, dropping scorpions onto innocent passers-by, or pouring pigswill into a restaurant's soup mix, he can't stop laughing. But when he tries one of his jokes in the city of Jerusalem, he finds the joke is on him. The soldiers then marched away, yanking the doors behind them and locking each one. Slam! Clank! One. Slam! Clank! Two. Slam! Clank! Three. The rest of the world was now very far away. Barabbas sat there in the dust and thought about what was going to happen now. This was 2,000 years ago, back in the Roman times, so Barabbas knew he wasn't going to be in prison forever. He knew he wouldn't get to say sorry to a judge, give back all those stolen coins, and go home if he promised to never be naughty again. Barabbas knew exactly what was going to happen now. They were going to kill him. That's what happened to bandits back then. And it was quite a horrible way to die, too. Barabbas was going to be stuck to a wooden cross with nails, and then left to hang in the hot sun until the life left him. It would hurt a lot. The thought of it made Barabbas begin to cry. He had been silly, he had been caught, and now there was nothing he could do about it. He cried until he had no tears left, his throat was sore, and his eyes were dry. It was dark down in that dungeon, but there were some very tiny holes so that air could get in for Barabbas to breathe. This meant Barabbas could still hear the sounds of the city above, people laughing, calling for their friends, and making good decisions so they could enjoy happy lives without worrying about being killed in the most painful way imaginable. It also meant Barabbas heard it when, one day, everyone began shouting his name. Barabbas! 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 As soon as he heard that, Barabbas knew the time had come. 
They were shouting for the soldiers to bring him out from the dungeon and stick him to that cross. Sure enough, moments later, the door furthest away was unlocked and opened. And if you and your young learners want to see whether Barabbas manages to escape his horrible punishment, you can download our sister podcast, Fables and Fairy Tales, or search our website, epictales.co.uk, for Barabbas the Bandit. There you'll find a video of me telling the story that you can share with your children. And if you sign up as an epic educator, you'll also get a copy as an ebook or paperback illustrated by Ellie Booth Bentley, as well as the full audiobook for you to download at any time, and even some tips for telling the story yourself. Right now, though, let's begin our discussion with Bex and Chris here by asking Folks, did this story set a high bar, Rabus, for you? <coughs> I like the way that you're taking a character about whom we know very, very little and really expanding this person. He's a kind of anti-hero. Mm-hmm. He's, a, you know, he's, a, he's an interesting one. In some ways, people warn the person who doesn't keep the rules. But at the same time, you see him meeting the consequences of not keeping those rules, not being kind exactly. to others. Exactly, yeah. Mm. It's kind of like Dennis the Menace, oh, yes. but with consequences. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about you, Bex? Yeah, I mean, I really, really enjoyed the, reading the story. I think it's just that um, kind of repeated pattern that children just really, really enjoy. Mm-hmm, um, and mm-hmm. they, and every time I was reading it, I thought, oh, no, what's he going to do next? And I just really, mm. I, I think I really, really like, similar to what Chris was saying, actually, just the opportunity to delve a little bit deeper into somebody that we, we know as a character from the Bible, but actually we don't know much about his story and the the fact that there's so many opportunities for the children to um, invent their own jokes that Barabbas could have played on other people mm, and yes. just so many opportunities within the in the yes. text it was yeah mm. I really really enjoyed it that is absolutely a, a brilliant storytelling tip to start with for any teachers wanting to share this story themselves please do make up your own yes. fun things I mean I wanted to ask you actually both of you because one thing I would I would recommend doing is perhaps finding something for Barabbas to do, which has a bit of a similarity with a problem you've experienced in your class, if, if you've experienced problems in your Ooh. class. So, for instance, if you've had um, a spate of cheating in tests or if you've had mm. a spate of arguments breaking out or fights or, or anything like that. Stealing. <laughs> Things Stealing, going yeah, that's, missing. That's my that rubber. Sort of thing. That, that, yes. Just because then you can you can put that into the character of Barabbas and get mm. a little bit of empathy mm. going on. Um, but it's at so much of a distance that um, you know, hopefully the children won't immediately see it as being you taking on them and putting their persona mm. onto Barabbas. But then of course you can show the consequences that Barabbas has. Mm. They will be able to feel more the kind of worry that he's feeling. Mm. And of course, when he then goes and gets this incredible rescue at the end, mm. they will get to see the sort of power of grace and forgiveness themselves. I'd throw in, I quite like the way that the Easter story, some aspects of it are not for tiny tots, <laughs> not really, but you sort of, it's distanced, but you still portray the impact of the story on this somebody else with this telling yes mm. yeah no i was thinking like um i know that 
um, today I'm talking about the um, tiny children in the school, mm. um, but actually, um, currently I've actually got year six children, and I was uh-huh. thinking that actually I'd quite like to rewrite this in, like, in my classroom and Ooh. say, like, suddenly um, Bob decided to send a really bad WhatsApp message to the WhatsApp group <laughs> and um, thought that that would be really funny because he didn't mm. understand that his carbon footprint was there all the time, and just thinking of some of the things that that we've been dealing with live and actually mm. creating a modern. And I guess you could do that in any year group, but mm. like um, with the smaller children, like your key stage one children, like the they always love to tell a little tale at playtime and mm. um, yeah. where it come in and disturb the learning after lunchtime. And, and you can really show even how the teachers are feeling like and get your emotions across mm. as well. as um, yes. So, yeah, yeah, I was thinking of modern day Barabbas when's a joke, not a joke type of thing. Hmm. But that, that's exactly the sort of thing I was talking about. Because hmm. and, and with younger children as well, um, because you dress it up as if you are telling a story and you have different character names and hmm. you could still set it in biblical times or um, you could try modernising it, maybe even put it in a school, but it's still a story. So tiny ones are going to get immersed in the story and it's only really afterwards hmm. that you're able to look back and say, hmm, you remember? when Barabbas did this does that maybe remind you of something that you've done Mm. I now I personally feel that this is a really safe way of approaching those sorts of topics Mm. but of course you folks are in your case Chris you have been in the classroom every single day Bex you are in the classroom every single day would you see this as being a a safe way forward yeah I think like we often say on um on these podcasts that actually storytelling is the best way because it allows children like to deal mm. with really difficult issues because it yes. allows them to see it from a afar to see it from a character's point mm. of view and mm. then to apply what they've seen and what they've learned to their own lives and their own situations so I think mm. it is the safest way because at first when when I come um, we were asked to read this one I thought oh and then it was like would you like to do early years and key stage one I thought oh like, <laughs> but then I thought actually every time we do read a story even if it's mm. got difficult things like I remember when we looked at the soldiers in the mm. world war one poems and just thought actually children need to know about these issues and the safest way is through storytelling so actually the fact that yeah. sometimes your actions have small consequences Sometimes your actions have unseen consequences. Sometimes they have very serious consequences. Mm. And actually, mm. if the earlier we can teach our children to think before they act, the better. Mm. So yeah. I like, I do really like this one. It's easy for us and also for children to say it's just a story, which is why the what follows afterwards is very important, the, the quality yes, of discussion. Yeah. Mm. Now, with younger ones, what did you like in a story? If you can get them to say why, even better. But just what did you like? Or who was your most interesting person? But as they get a little bit older, getting them to ask, what's your most interesting question about the story? And discuss it with partners. And then them sharing the questions and sharing answers Mm -hmm. with each other. Now, if you can get that level of discussion running after a story... Personally, I think it's a lot more interesting because it moves it away from I'm a teacher. I'm going to ask you questions, which becomes kind of reading, com- you know, kind of a comprehension mm. kind of thing. But that kind of community of inquiry approach, that's mm. the real learning. And you can get it at uh, quite a young age, but mm. you've got to build, you've got to work it up through the school, in fact. 
One of my favorite questions to ask at the end of a story is, who would you like to share this story with Ooh, and why? Yes. Um, we actually did that very recently with the Romulus and Remus story that mm. we told mm. recently that yep. had the stop and think message. Um, and one little lad said that he wanted to share it with Putin. Um, because of everything that he'd seen it in the news. And he Gosh. thought, you know, Putin was someone who needed to stop and think. Now, I think the, the children there were mm. year four, so mm. that's um, yep. eight and nine. That's about right. You know, to have that sort of awareness of the world, of course children are going to have that awareness of the world. Mm. If, if things are on the news, if things are being talked about their parents, they're, mm. they're going to know about it. Yeah. So being able to have these sorts of discussions is mm really really important yes. and it, it it's fascinating me as well um a thought that crossed my mind when you were talking there bex and and also chris when you said about how this this can be a, a dangerous story for for tiny tots it, it it makes me remember how back in victorian times that was when this whole process started mm. of trying to um, mollycoddle children and take some mm. of the violence out of stories yes. so you know the the ankle shaving from cinderella got taken out <laughs> yes. in order to um mm. you know make it as mm. as disneyfied as possible mm. even in victorian times yet that didn't seem to stop people telling the easter story at easter which mm. is a massively violent story mm. it is mm. um and we've wanted our children to know that from the age of of tiny tots True. so i i like to think that with our telling here um you have got it in a very safe way mm. because of course barabbas being your center point character he does experience it all at a distance mm. but he also gets the experience the direct experience mm. of you know that man should have been in my place yes. which is the actual christian message yeah. isn't mm. it mm. 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 Can't, I can't add anything to that. Absolutely right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, in that case, it's it's the perfect opportunity for um, me to introduce to everybody the reason why you're here, Chris, which ah. is that you were on the Barnabas in Schools team ah, um, yes. run by the Bible Reading Fellowship, mm. um, which I was on as well. So we've both been into schools on their behalf, mm. um, telling Bible stories mm. uh, for RE days. And did you ever have an Easter program that you needed to run? Oh, I've run so many <laughs> Easter programs. It's funny, there was one school that brought me in to do lots of teacher training and work with some children. And there was one child who, when they heard they were coming in with me to do some RE, they said, oh, no, this is, yeah, you can, mm. yeah. By the end of it, he was one of my most excited pupils because he was actually he seemed to be encountering the stories for the first time and we were doing a lot of drama storytelling right up we get we're going to do a little game of just talking about the roles or the feelings and then we got into the actual story and at one point this kid just said loud and clear jesus he was a hero wasn't he <laughs> um so and by the end he came and was asking me so where's jesus buried and he, he wanted to know so where's jesus buried at the end of the story and I realised, okay, we're going to have to go further and go into the resurrection appearances, <laughs> even yeah. further, because this kid wanted to know. He was the only one in the class. He wasn't mm. special needs, but what was fascinating is he really wanted to take the story further. Where is mm. it going from here after the Easter story? So I had to create an extra lesson just for him. Amazing. Yeah. With um, the early years, Bex, have you have you spent time exploring Easter before with ages four to seven? 
Yes, quite a lot actually. Um, often use um, support from either like local um, church groups or experts um, like a Christian in schools workers. Um, so ask obviously ask lots of people to come in. Mm. Um, we also organised um, a whole day with one of our partnered with one of our local churches where all of our children from early years, year one and year two, they all went to their church building and they were actually having a twenty four seven like prayer rooms. Um, for mm. over the Easter period and so there was so much for the children to see mm. um, and they also put on like um, they used the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe and um, mm. used Aslan um, yes. to yes. talk to make the comparison between obviously Jesus and Aslan mm. um, and mm-hmm. they made lots of like crafts as well but just just saw, got to experience what a church looked like at Easter so mm. using that would be one of my top tips is if you don't have the knowledge yourself then partnering with local organisations mm. that can support you um, and mm-hmm. particularly being as they're able to talk from their their point of view of your faith, because obviously if you have a faith in school, you have to make sure that you are still presenting the mm. um, the the balanced view of um, all different faiths and saying Christians yes, believe. Yeah. So it's actually really nice to be able to yes. say, I believe, um, and having that opportunity for the children mm. to ask more detailed and thoughtful questions to people. Mm-hmm. That whole tension, this isn't evangelism, this is if you like sharing our treasures yeah, <laughs> yeah um yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting how i've just been working on a syllabus for one particular local education authority the way they handled easter was pathetic mm. they just were not getting close to the essentials of the story mm. and but at the same time we've got to be so careful when we share this story um, about the way we handle its implications for christians but also how those not of the faith how can Mm. they approach it well that's why i when i went in um for those barnabas in school days um barabbas was my go-to tale because um he is at a distance Mm. um and i think i've even put in this written version of my telling how Mm. um he hears stories about jesus coming back to life but he doesn't actually see that himself Mm. So um, mm. there's no evangelizing here about um, the the resurrection being a, a literal fact, mm-hmm. though if you were to uh, involve a church, of course, they would be saying there how that is mm. exactly what they believe. Yes. And I'm pretty sure when Barabbas heard it from other people, those other people genuinely believed it. Mm. But it allows you to leave the children with the thought in their mind, well, okay, mm. other people believe this. Do I want to believe it or how much respect can I have for people who believe it? Hmm. What difference does it make knowing the story? What difference would it make for Barabbas either believing that or not believing it? Hmm. Would it, would it make any difference to him Hmm. if Jesus had just made the sacrifice and not come back? Hmm. Would it make any difference to him if he'd done the sacrifice and come back? So Mm. there there are all sorts of interesting ways you can go into a discussion from uh, Barabbas' viewpoint. Mm. Coming at it from the point of view of a story, though, are there any other morals or thoughts for PSHE that you encountered in the tale? Can I throw in something? It's uh, I hinted at that earlier, the whole notion of what constitutes a hero. You can Mm. get a very interesting discussion going with young people about who or what is a hero. No, they can go into Spider-Man, James Bond, or Black Widow, or Luke Skywalker, or whatever. There was once an author called Joseph Campbell who talked about the hero being, heroes are somebody who who goes on a kind of journey. 
You know, they, mm. they venture forth from the everyday world into a region of supernatural wonder. They have a victory after lots of battles, and then they come back with something special to share with everybody. That's one definition. Discussing with children who are what they think a hero is. And then there's real life heroes like <laughs> is President Zelensky, um, yeah. doctors, nurses, carers, the scientists who came up with the vaccines. What makes a good hero? Getting children to talk about that and write about that. You know, mm. Jesus' words, you know, there's no greater love than giving up your life for your friends. And the, we've heard, already heard about the whole idea of um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe and the idea that the, the image of Aslan in that. But just getting yeah. children to talk about what makes a real hero and using the Easter story. Yeah, and it's, again, thinking of it from the point of view of Barabbas' tale, yes. because the story is from his point yes. of view, yes. he is kind of the hero of the story, mm. yeah. but he doesn't behave like a hero mm. at all. Mm. So, yeah, that, that's a, yeah. a a really good discussion to have. Mm. Um, you can obviously take that across the school, that idea of what makes a hero. I've once organised a hero hunt where you put, um, <laughs> you put different things up around your school, inside and outside. Like, for example, I mean, you talked about I, like some of the Marvel characters, so like you would put Captain mm. America's shield up and yep. then the children would go around and find the different um, like items that are linked to different heroes. And you'd say, like, Captain America, who who do you think this, you'd have your shield, who do you think this belongs to and what makes them a hero? And the children mm. would go around like in groups or pairs and discuss and like, see how many things they could find and then um i was thinking in this context you could put like um either jesus sandals or barabbas's like mm. cl or a picture of who do you think this is and why do you think they were yeah. a hero yes and um, just to introduce the kind of maybe even before you told the story and mm. then and then get the children to consider okay now this is barabbas this is what we thought of him before we uh, read the story this is now what we think of him during That's the story good. and this is what we think of him after the story because perceptions yeah. will they may have some prior knowledge of who he was and what he did mm. but then actually when you read this story through do you change your opinion of him so yeah. i quite enjoyed that I, hunt. I just had a cheeky thought based on on what you said there bex that if you if you have some real life heroes as well if you put in for example you know a few police hats mm. um mm. fire hoses and and that kind of thing mm. but also maybe put an object for your head teacher yeah. maybe Ooh. an object for your caretaker mm. something like yeah. that and then see how many others your children just find they mm. may find one for the school cook yes. without you even asking you know they may find one for you without you even asking they mm. might just start seeing signs of heroes everywhere yes. particularly the smaller children because every time they go out for play they're like we found something else that you put out there and you're like i did not put that leaf out there but um but just yeah. love their awe and wonder and their joy um but yes they'll come mm. in for days and days finding things but i think it's good that you just start that little spark <laughs> and they they tend to take it much further and um, the smaller they are, I've noticed. Mm. The, the cooler Beautiful. they are when they go up school and they don't actually really want to do a hero hunt, but you know they secretly do. Yes. <laughs> Could I throw in the whole notion of the anti-hero, which of course Barabbas mm. is at the beginning. Mm. And often in stories, films, whatever, you get somebody who starts on an anti-hero and goes on a moral journey. Mm. They start there and they end up here. Um, possibly with year six you could do some interesting work discussing why do we sometimes identify with the baddie who changes yeah. you know even the darth vader character is somebody who goes on a moral journey in star wars films mm. yeah. so for our international audiences that's ages 10 to 11 thank you um <laughs> <laughs> yes but i'm sure yeah that that is a, a brilliant theme to look for 
Did you find any other themes, Bex? Yes, there's so many. Like I could draw out with um, personal, social health and emotional like education. But I, I think really um, for me, there was that whole notion of about um, thinking before you act and learning from your mistakes mm. because um, Barabbas unfortunately did not always learn from his mistakes. And I think his mm. real key yeah. learning point would be I've, st- I've overstepped the line because I sometimes say to my children, you're getting close to the line. Like, let's reverse a little bit, please. Mm. Um, but actually, who were Barabbas's friends? And were they saying to him, look, Barabbas, I think you've taken it a bit too far now. Or do you mm. think it's a good idea to be digging holes in the middle of the street to drop people in or tipping scorpions on people's heads? Even mm, thinking yeah. like that whole who was actually speaking into his life, who was talking to him and how even you can link it back to if you'd seen that, how would you be a good friend? Mm. So if you yeah. saw somebody making a bad choice, how would you? So there's that whole mm. friendship element that's kind of a, I guess, a subplot of the of the story. Yeah, mm. and yeah indeed. Because Barabbas doesn't really have any friends no. to to guide him no. in that way. Mm. And he, he needs this um, great second mm. chance to be able to learn from his mistakes. Yes. So, yeah. He's a solitary Absolutely. actor, shall mm. we say. And kind of then you can look at the importance of friendship and actually would his story have changed? earlier Mm. had he had somebody who was if you wrote a friend in or a conscience you know like Jimmy Cricket in um, Pinocchio (laughs) um, how would the story have been different would he have um, changed earlier would he have needed this great escape but actually Mm. then the power of actually that somebody so Mm. far that's gone so far that's still being forgiven actually is the where the real weight comes from the story. So hmm. I love the idea of Barabbas with a little Larry the Locust yeah. on his yeah. shoulder <laughs> trying to tell him, you shouldn't be doing this, Barabbas. Yeah. Or a little scorpion, scorpion yeah. friend. Yeah. Oh, don't, yeah. Tr- yeah. don't throw me down, don't throw me down. Throw me. <laughs> a nasty voice in the yeah. ear. Yeah. <laughs> well, like Beck said, there's so much PSHE in this story that we'll be returning to the subject tomorrow. But I'm afraid right now that's all we have time for today. So if you try out any of these ideas, or if you'd like us to help you teach a topic you are soon to cover with your young learners, please let us know on social media using at Teach Happily, or leave us a review using your favourite podcast app. Please also share this podcast with your colleagues and help us start a story-led revolution in classrooms around the world, so children everywhere can learn in a way that's effective, memorable and enjoyable all at the same time. Right now, though, it only remains for us to say cheerio, and we hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, Cheerio. and we hope to hear your story story soon. soon.